Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode nine of the Snapbacks and Beards podcast. I'm Stu Matos, that wrestling guy, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts. We'll go to JE WrestleTalk first. How are we, my friend? I'm very good, buddy. Recording this on a Monday. The first day of the week is out of the way, and I am good to go. How are you doing? A lovely old job. All good, all good. And, of course, my other co-host, the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. How are we doing, my man? All good, Stu, yeah. Um, good to see you again, of course. Always look forward to this. Lovely That's the best job. part of the week. Best way to spend a Monday, isn't it? So, oh, yeah. And as people know by now, we are recording this on a Monday, so the outcome of the most current raw we won't know about until till tomorrow but we can discuss past raw and past smackdown so i don't know if you want to sh- jump straight into that as a, yeah. as a discussion point Let's do i'm it. i'm gonna have to say and i've taken an awful uh, i took an awful leap a few months ago in a tiktok video i did about dominic mysterio and how he'd be floundering on NXT and how he was rubbish and how I wasn't interested and how I didn't care. And I I, I think I might love Dominic Mysterio. Prison Dom is just fantastic. Um they're clearly building up to the to the mania match with him and him and Ray. But I I do I don't know what you boys think, but I just it, his in-ring work still needs a lot. I still think that leaves a lot to, to be desired, but his his promos just recently and his real bratty heelness has been wonderful, just just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and the promo on SmackDown about him only getting a BMW was just, uh, just <laughs> brilliant. I just think it's fantastic. Um, the way Corey Graves sells it as well as if he's literally spent 20 years and behind bars and he's like, you know, he's been through hard times, you know. <laughs> this guy is dangerous. And um, then uh yeah. and then Kevin Patrick just pulls him back to reality every yes. time. Um, just... it's like even in storyline, he was in for three hours or something. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'm 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 with you there. Uh, yeah, I'm fully sold on Prison Dom. I was the in. I'll, I'll admit it. I was in the same boat as you. Thought that. I agree. His in-ring work does still need a bit, and sometimes on the mic it feels like he isn't sure of what he needs to say and gives himself a second to yeah. to remind himself. But in the grand scheme of things, he's still relatively new to this, and at the moment, yeah, I think he's doing an amazing job. So well done, Dominic Mysterio. I think um, it's it's weird, like heel where it's not go away heat, but it's not like it's almost as if people enjoy booing this guy and he enjoys people hating on him. And it's like yeah. you know, I remember the second biggest reaction of the night at the Elimination Chamber was people shouting "fuck you, Dominic." Uh, yeah. He was absolutely just really behind that. He loved it, and the fans are really enjoying just you know ripping the shit out of him basically. And uh, he really reacts to it well. Yeah. Um, I- and I mean, I don't always agree with, I mean, the ring work, I understand, but I don't always pay attention to the ring work. I'm more like, well, the character is interesting to me. Yeah. You know, the Undertaker wasn't exactly, you know, the best wrestler in the world, but his character was fantastic. Um, yes, he could probably do, probably could improve in the ring, but like, so long as the character is interesting, I can, you know, give that a pass, really. Yeah, uh, agreed. And obviously we're, uh, next week we will do 
do mania mania predictions so we won't go too much into it but are you uh, it makes sense that if if and when that match is made it's it's dom that goes over would be but that's the thing about hey. him being a heel i really because the way he's been an absolute dickhead to his dad i want to see ray beat the shit out of him really <laughs> too i want to see ray beat him you know yeah absolutely like just destroy the guy and go look yeah you may be a young lad but you still have a long way to go if you're going to be at my level you know and that's what i want from it i am i completely agree i think if that match well when that match does get made official i think because there is talk as well is this going to be is ray going to retire after this match yeah and i never like someone who's given that much to um to wrestling to lose in in their retirement match and i feel almost yeah teach dom a lesson and be like you've still got a long way to go before you step in my shoes however if it was to be raised last match and i know we've spoken about this before i think you said it johnny if dom was to win just go the whole hog and have him take raise mask just do mm -hmm. it just go yeah. the whole way yeah absolutely uh, makes sense makes sense sticking with the sticking with the smackdown side of things just just for now and actually i have to say i remember we spoke saturday morning just gone um and i'd seen it before before you boys but i i thought smackdown was brilliant i really thought smackdown was a really really mm. good show yeah um, i agree really 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 good but and i suppose for the the undeniable one my, my question for you I'm, I'm gonna come to you with this first yeah la knight took another loss mm. what and i know there are there are plenty of people uh, you know me, myself included that you don't always have to win all the time to look good and all that stuff and the crowd reactions that la knight is getting is unbelievable mm. but he can't keep losing surely <laughs> like that no can't no keep can't. happening um yeah i mean um you'd have to remind us who he lost to because i kind of the matches i've forgotten about now because I watched it live and I'm kind of was kind of tired. Ah, um, that's a good point. Let me see. Uh, Xavier Woods. That's he lost it. to Xavier Woods. Yeah, that's something I don't really agree with uh, him losing to Xavier Woods. If it was someone like Cody Rhodes that like you lost last week, it's like, well, yeah. you know, you given the guy who, oh, well, that was on Raw this week. He, he had a match with Cody Rhodes. He lost there. But again, you're expecting Cody Rhodes to lose that match. I mean, I'm, I'm not expecting that. Um, they could be doing the whole thing of making him go on a losing streak so when he wins it's more special but with a guy like that he's not that kind of wrestler or that character where that works um he needs to win matches against xavier woods because yeah. what is xavier woods really going to do i mean again i like the guy but like what's you know what's he going to do in a solo career like he's not going to do anything of note in the next you know in the next few months really whereas la knight is obviously as you say massively over and he should be winning a match like that even if it doesn't really mean much in the grand scheme of things um again losing to xavier woods when he is not really known for winning one-on-one -on -one matches is uh no. not the best way to go <clears throat> no. and i know johnny you're now sold on la night you were i am um yeah i'm, I'm not I'm not too comfortable with the losses. I mean, the Cody one, like you say, you can kind of forgive. Yeah. And the Xavier, it was a roll-up or the, mm -hmm. the 
what I don't know what he calls that the something woods or something that that roll up he? he does. Yeah, it's got it's got a name, but how uh, um, Xavier wins ninety percent of his but, singles matches is my roll up. Exactly, <laughs> and but if I'm correct, we've seen LA Knight on the past two Raws and the past two Smackdowns, yeah. and I wouldn't be surprised if we see him again tonight. Yeah, um, he's everywhere, so. It's it's a weird one because he's taking the losses, but we're still like they're still chucking, not throwing him in our faces because we're more than happy to see him. But yeah. it's not often, unless you're an Uso or a Sami Zayn, that you're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. They're not sending mm. Drew and they're not sending Gunther to to Monday Night Raw. They're not sending Theory to to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. No. It's just a. Uh, well, yeah, what I'm I... hoping is that um, he has got a match with Rey Mysterio on SmackDown next week. Um, I'd like Prison Dom to come down and cost Rey the match, and that could set up their match as well. Because yeah, so again, if, that would be a third defeat. At least he'll win. That yeah, that's, yeah, that'd be like a third defeat, and uh, well, maybe fourth if he's having a match tonight. I don't know, but um, you know, that's the opportunity there to change things. And if he beats Rey Mysterio, like that's quite a big. That'll you know, wipe out what's happened this week on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a real quick side note on that, and I could have missed something because I I did miss a miss a SmackDown um, a few weeks ago. Have they have they ended the story with Ray and Karrion Cross? Has that just stopped? Like I I can't recall that like there being some sort of blow off to that. Uh, but they were other than at the Rumble, didn't he eliminate him at the Rumble? I think, and then. I can't really remember what's happened since and then. They were they were both in the IC title qualifier, the Fatal Five Way, weren't they? Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. But I, I just feel like... See, Karrion Cross is a Triple H guy, isn't he? But I feel like Triple H doesn't really know what direction he wants him to go in. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it could it could be damaging in the long run for Karrion because I, th- I think he could be a world champion. I, I like him. Oh, he should be, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I just, yeah, I am, I'm a fan. Um, so before, before we leave the blue brand and jump over to the red brand, the last thing or the penultimate thing, I've got something else to come on to on the SmackDown, but I want to end with that. But the penultimate SmackDown thing I want to talk about is kind of linked to Prison Dom, but it is Mammy, it is Rhea Bloody Ripley, and just. I am. I, it's, it has now been announced, hasn't it, that they are going to main event night one with Rhea and Charlotte. And mm-hmm. although I still feel the build has been lackluster, I'd say it's been better than the than the Raw Women's Title build up. Um, oh. But just she's she has looked so good, and she's been made to look really good in the matches she's had. Um, and I, uh, you know, again, we've got predictions next week. I won't go too far into it, but surely they can't drop the ball on Maria now. Surely. Um, have you seen what company she works for? Let's not rule that out. You know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I think if if Maria doesn't win, it will be one of the bigger shocks of the night. If, if for people listening, if you want to see a grown man cry, if 
Rhea doesn't win, uh, we will be live WrestleMania Night 1 on TikTok, and that will happen. If Rhea does not win, there will be tears and a tantrum. Uh, surely, surely you'll cry if she does win, though. So I'll, I'll, I'll just cry. It's just, just he's gonna he's gonna cry either way, yeah, later. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to yeah. see a grown man cry, just watch the live. It will happen either way. But I just, yeah, I say. I mean, we know, we know my we know my views on 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 Rhea, but I just think she's been made to look fantastic. Promos are uh, are better than they've ever been, in my opinion, from her. And I just think her overall just character work has been i mean uh, it, uh, maybe a bold statement but i think character work wise if we hadn't got roman and the bloodline in this just ridiculous error that they're in and this ridiculous run would there be a better character overall that's like been kind of done at the minute and i'm including kind of sammy in with that as well you know because he's intertwined with with obviously all the bloodline bloodline stuff um i just feel it works um the o mm. my only question would be if slash when she wins the women's title does that mean all of the judgment day go to smackdown or does she go on her own what's the what happens there would be well that's uh, where they've picked themselves in a bit of a hole haven't they where there's like i'm going to fight for the smackdown title as if like she's just by herself you know yeah so I think they potentially all could go because I There'll assume, be a draft, won't there? yeah, but I also assume that Helena Cell will be the last time we see Edge involved with the Judgment Day as well. So yeah. that story can kind of come to an end as well. So there's there's mm. not really there's not really a need for Judgment Day to be on Raw. No, and. Such. And again, I suppose, and we could probably touch upon this a little bit later as well, but dependent on the outcome of the IC match at Mania, some fresh challenges would be quite nice, depending on where they where they go. Mm. So anyone from there would be would be good. Um so we will we will hop on over to the red brand. And I want to keep this brief because the match itself will be brief. But Brock and Omos and their segment. Uh, uh, I, I remember I, when I was joking about this, about going, oh, you know, Brock sort of faced Omos in a match. That could be good. And now it's happening. Um, yep. Well, supposedly, Brock Lesnar uh, went to the arena without any sort of change of gear. He went to the arena in the jet went straight to the arena, dressed the way he did, and went straight home to get paid more than the entire roster combined probably in that five minutes that he was there. Um, the way Corey Graves said, oh, he's running, he's backtracking, he's running away from Omos. It's like, no, he's not. He no. clearly isn't. He's just like, I can't be asked with this. Just, you know, I'll wait. Um, but it was good to see the segment happen because um, just to see the size difference there is interesting. Um, you know, the whole thing is about the F5 happening to Omos, really. That's pretty much what we're waiting for. Omos do, you think they'll, City. do you think they will tease it before Mania, or do you think they'll just hold off? He's. I think he's tried to get him up, hasn't he? He tried to get him for a suplex, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for a suplex. Um, 
Yeah, I think because it's going to be a it's going to be a oh my god moment, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, or a, yeah, a Michael Cole oh my oh, yeah oh yeah. yeah one of those terrible Michael Cole <laughs> segments. Yeah, um, yeah. I've never seen Brock having to resort to stamping on someone's foot to uh, to get away though. That was quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. It feels like they're trying to to continue to make Omos a big deal. Um, I I still just can't buy into it if I'm if I'm completely honest. Um, but you know I'm I'm willing to give it a chance because we know that I'm not. If Brock if Brock, if, if Brock wants to go and wants to put on a show, he absolutely can. But will does he want to put on the, the show? That's well. The... If the rumors are true that he's like on his way out and he's retiring and all that stuff, then. Um... He, as we've seen, he's all about the money, and if he can make the most money in the shortest amount of time, so that could be a minute match where he probably gets a, a beat of foremost, he'll do it. Yeah, mm. you know. But let's not also not forget that Brock does what he wants when he wants. Yeah. So he could get he, the the plan could be for Omos to go over, and Brock could be in the ring and be like, actually no. Yeah. And especially when they start. Because they're trying to legalize the, uh, they're trying to get the gambling rights in America, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. what happens then if if Brock's got a match where he's like, oh, I'm going to lose, I've got to lose this match, and they take it, they've given, they've told the bet, all the bet, betting companies who's going to win, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and yeah. Brock's standing backstage like, you need to give me nah, more money, or yeah. I'm, or I'm, yeah, what what happens then? If it they, happens got... backstage, they pull the pull the match, don't they? I guess. Yeah. But, well, that's the thing with Brock. We always say, you know, the traditional thing is that the guy, you know, the older guy will put the young guy over, give him the rub. So this is Brock Lesnar. Um, you know, Omos should win because if you think about all the big matches he's had, he's always lost. So he lost to Lashley last year at WrestleMania. Um, he won many beforehand, but he had AJ Styles with him. And then this year, he also lost to Lashley, uh, Strowman in a match as well. So every time there's a big match for him, he doesn't win. Yeah. Um, so he does need a win against someone like Lesnar just to, you know, because again, the guy his size, realistically in a fight, who's actually going to beat him? You yeah. know, they need to try and use that. I mean, he should, you know, be fighting. Again, I don't like the character, but if you base no, him on the, the size of almost the guy he is, he should be, you know, beating Roman. You know, that's he's not going to get billed that way, but someone no, that but size, he, 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 he should be a champion and he, it should be a case of he just isn't going to get beaten because yeah. he mm-hmm. should be unstoppable mm. but he's got the charisma and the, the the work of nothing and it's just not not there for me yeah. um i mean the story here could be bobby coming down and costing brock the match because they've obviously got history and then bobby realigning himself with the hurt business to make yeah. it a bit more interesting maybe yeah that's that's the way <laughs> that it, it feels like they want to get that a way back for the hurt business, don't they? Um, yeah. It feels like they've kind of realised that they dropped the ball massively with that, and they want to go, want to go back there. And I mean, could that, could that possibly be then a way for um, a Carmelo Hayes call up night after mm. Mania, put him with the mm. hurt business potentially? Yeah. Um, Talk about Carmelo Hayes, like. 
again, it's another one of those things when the NXT guy goes faces off against the WWE guy, you notice uh, a massive size difference. So Tommaso Ciampa, for example, went to up to WWE and the Miz looks massive compared to him, right? Yeah. He's going to be the top guy in NXT. Carmelo Hayes, his um, his buddy Trick Williams looks bigger than him, and yeah. Carmelo Hayes is meant to be the threatening one. And it's just again, can't help it, but it's like. If Carmelo Hayes is going to go up to the Hurt Business, then Trick Williams should go with them. Because, yeah. again, they could be another tag team in the Hurt Business, um, replace Shelton and Cedric. Um, I just feel like Carmelo Hayes by himself, yes, he's very talented, but it's when you see him standing next to even MVP, it's like, well, MVP's bigger than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Again, he's very, very talented. I do like him, but it's it's just I have a concern about can we really take him seriously to beat someone like Reigns, for example? Yeah, <laughs> probably not. But mm. yeah, um, yeah I, I I like Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So uh, that's that's definitely until we do the predictions. That's the last I want to talk about Brock Lesnar and Omos. Um, <laughs> even when we do the predictions, I'm not entirely sure I want to talk. Well, this, that about. that entire segment was longer than their match, by the way. So, uh... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> maybe, if, if if that's on night one, maybe we should get a clock, a little timer, and take some yeah. take some bets on bell to bell, not including entrances. What's the how long is that match going to be? <laughs> less <laughs> less time than an Undertaker ring walk. Yeah. There we go. If we if we find out, we'll we'll find out the longest Taker ring walk at Mania. From when, oh, it, from... I re- when I was a kid, I remember him coming down at one Mania, and I swear to God, it took him like fifteen minutes. I'm not even joking. <laughs> it took him about fifteen minutes from start to finish. I remember his one at twenty. 23 against Batista that felt like it took an age I remember sitting watching that and was like this this feels like a feels mm. like a long walk um well I remember um there's a, I saw a stat the other day which uh, shows Triple H entrances and Undertaker entrances so uh, someone has added all the time up for these entrances so <laughs> the Undertaker entrances in total all of the WrestleMania entrances last a total of one hour 45 minutes Jesus Christ. So you could just watch the Undertaker entrances and it's longer than most films. Yeah. It's almost an uh, it's almost an episode of Smackdown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fantastic. What was um what was Triple H's just out of interest? Uh, I think it was one hour twelve. Actually, that That's surprises the... me. I I thought he might have cut because he has a lot of music ones where he'd sort of mm. stand mm. about a bit. So I'm surprised I because that. I think it's because Triple H's probably been involved in less WrestleManias. Yeah, yeah and if I, if, if I recall, he's had a couple where he's come down on like trikes and bikes and yeah. other such things. Whereas the no, Taker had a couple at American Badass era, didn't he? But he did. Yeah, I think my favorite Triple H one is the one where he is on the throne and he's yeah. covered in the chains. Yeah, and he he's got that's a helmet yeah. on. He just looks mm-hmm. like such a badass. The one that's yeah. the one with um Alexa, Charlotte, and Sasha as the like the. Girls. Oh, do you mean do you mean against Cena at twenty two? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the yeah actually, no yeah, yeah and then there was the which one was which one was Sasha and Charlotte and all that that, that was, was uh, thirty. Was it 30? Yeah, because I remember that was the whole build-up to the Daniel Bryan match that was uh, talked about. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, so, as announced on Raw, we are, and we've sort of briefly mentioned it, we're going to get 
Balor, Edge, Hell in a Cell. Is that going to be Brood, Edge, Demon, Balor? Is that what we're, we're thinking? I think, I think Finn alluded to it, didn't he? When yeah. he said, uh, I've been to hell and they couldn't handle my demons. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that I think such a good line. I love that. It line. was such yeah. a good line. Whoever came up with that line, yeah. whether it was Finn or the writing team, yeah, yeah. well done. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know how I feel about Brood Edge. I love Edge. Um, I think he could just come down as a rated R superstar. But if they're looking to do to do gimmicky gimmick yeah. against gimmick, then I guess yeah. it does make well, sense. Well, I mean, he'll 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 come out. He'll he'll do the the entrance he did against Miz. He'll do something akin to that, won't he? I would have thought he'll mm-hmm. come up with the little flames and the red lights, and then it'll hit into Metalingus. When it, I would I would assume, hopefully, with well. playing live. But. That's what we've said. This is the this is the opportunity to have Metalingus played live. This is it. Mm-hmm. I feel like they'll probably live in the area as well, so it shouldn't be too difficult to get them there. Yeah, yeah you'd like to think so. They maybe. can stick around for Judgment Day as well. Rhea yeah. Could get, yeah, so Rhea could get, a, could get an entrance, get a music well, Although she I had one, to be she, fair. And she's got one as well. I'm pretty sure I read that she's got... Because it's a male vocal now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it, um, it's the guy sh- from Motionless and White, I think. I think I I've read somewhere that he he's doing it. I think oh, he said okay. that he's doing it. So yeah, that'd be quite cool. That'd be good. Yeah, I'm up for that. Nice. Um, <clears throat> again, obviously, I probably the probably the biggest biggest point from from Raw was finally the. The true colours of Jey Uso showing, which mm-hmm. just again, still Jey Uso for this whole bloodline stuff, this whole Roman era with the bloodline, Jey Uso has just been unbelievable, unbelievable. The every part of that I thought was was fantastic. Um, I suppose it kind of my only my only issue, and this kind of rolls into the SmackDown segment as well. I get why they're doing it, obviously, but do we need to see Cody Rhodes with every single thing that they do? Like, no. I, no. I, I get I get it, but I, you know, we obviously again on SmackDown we had the the reuniting of KO and Sammy, which. I don't want, but it was amazing to see. It was amazingly done. We know what's going to happen. That but pop. The pop was mm. unbelievable. And I, I just don't think we then needed to see a shot of Cody Rhodes in the back. Just seemed a really, really pointless thing to do. Have you They've seen been the, really um, trying to put them over so much, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the, uh, the edit that someone's made of that, where it's like, this is how SmackDown should have ended? Um, and it goes to Cody standing backstage watching and smiling and then it starts playing Lincoln Park and then it comes up directed by Michael Bay and it's like the end of a Transformers <laughs> film. It's so funny. I'll try and well, the find best, it. The best one I saw was a picture of Cody staring at that screen and then it's a picture of Stardust looking back at him. Love it. I just yeah, I mean again, it, I suppose it's it's a mix of, of SmackDown and Raw, isn't it? But again, we I think we we must have said this on the uh on this podcast 
probably since day one of of recording it bloodline has just been unbelievable it's yeah, phenomenal you know phenomenal um and I, I'm actually going to be a little bit. I mean, it's obviously going to roll over slightly after WrestleMania season, but I'm, I'm going to be. It's going to be sad, and it's going to be a big void to fill when that stops. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, however, however long that that does continue after Mania, like I say, I, I don't know. They've probably got. They could. They could make it last a little bit longer. Um, well, it all depends on how the matches pan out, really. Um, yeah. And then you've got, of course, Solo is there. So the Bloodline storyline can last for a long time while he's around. And he's yeah. only like 27 or maybe 20. Mm. It might be 30, actually. But anyway, he's the youngest of the lot. And yeah. he'll be around for a long time. So I guess so long as he's wrestling, you can still have that Bloodline um, angle, even just even so like subtly used, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, um, but what are your what are your views on on the ending of Raw and SmackDown? I suppose with with Bloodline, Sammy, KO. What are we What are we thinking, boys? So right, if they were going to do it, and the way they were doing it, I thought it was good. Sorry, Johnny. No, 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 you're fine. Carry on. <laughs> the, um, the way they did it, uh, the way it ended again, we knew it was coming, but I was happy to see it happen just because um, I quite liked the way Kevin was like, "Yeah, man, I'm here for you. You know, hear me, brother." Um, you know, be there for you. Um, I think they should have delayed it until like the SmackDown before, because it would have been like the doubt of like, is he gonna, is he not? Maybe they rushed a bit slightly, but um for the reaction of it, I was glad to see it. Um again, I've seen Sammy and Keo so many times I kind of would like them to move on from it. But if there was ever a way to bring them back together, then that was probably the way to do it. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I don't have much to, <laughs> to add to that, really, other than I, I loved the pop. Um, I quite like seeing uh, Sammy and KO together. I'm okay to see it one more time after this. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Um, I might like to see them go up against each other uh, if, if a belt's involved somewhere down the line. Um, yeah, KO. Yeah, when was the last time he held a belt? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. US title twenty. He was doing. Was, was that was that when he was doing the new Face of America thing? Yeah, yes. United yeah. States Championship. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's a long. That's a long time. Yeah, that is a and long I'm, time. And I mean, the, the the thing is, again, we know exactly where this is going to go with Sammy and KO, and we know they'll have a great match when that's eventually happens, but agreed. I think once this is all said and done, keep them, keep them apart for, for as long as you can really. And there'll always be that pairing where if one of them is a champion, whether that's world or United States or intercontinental and WWE gets in that little bit of a, uh, we need an opponent for this guy. What can we do? Oh, quickly throw the other one in. Because you're going to get good matches, um, mm. but yeah, we don't. I don't think we need to. We need to see it I, mm-hmm. too much more after this. Really, let's say give it give it a rest for a bit. Um, but having but, said that, I'm sure we're going to talk about it. But um, that should be the main event of night one. Should be the main event of night one. Yes. 
And I want to shout out Phil Khan, by the way, because he did point this out, and obviously he mentioned it on TikTok, and I'm glad he said it. I was thinking it, but I'm glad someone finally did say it. Like, yes, I get it. Women's wrestling is doing much better now, but that doesn't mean that it's interesting and the storylines are non-existent. And it just feels like WWE are going, it's women wrestling, therefore you should enjoy it. And I don't like that because that's not what wrestling's about. It's about the storylines. Um, Asuka and Bianca should be a good storyline because you've got that contrast there, but there's nothing. And, um, it's weird, very yeah. weird. Yeah. Then Rhea Ripley, <laughs> again, the storyline is she wants to beat Charlotte this time. Well, that's not really exactly interesting. Like, every wrestler wants to win a match. So I'm glad for her. But in terms of storylines, the tag titles has to be the main event of night one. You know, again, because based on the storyline, which is the most important part, there's nothing else better. I, I, I do agree. Sorry, Giles. I do agree. But storyline says the winner of the Royal Rumble main events. So... Mm-hmm. In that case, then they should make it interesting. Rhea should Rhea should be main eventing. Mm-hmm. But I, I do agree. It, there seems to be a little bit of a okay. You're you're the you're the challenger. You're gonna you 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 want the title. You want to beat Charlotte or you want to beat Bianca. That's the storyline. Like they 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 don't have to put. They're not putting a lot of effort into the build. Like I said earlier, I do think mm-hmm. the Rhea Charlotte build has been better than Oscar and Bianca, but yeah. that's that doesn't really say a lot for me. And Johnny, what well, I know you're about to, about to say yeah, something. Um, I, I actually agree with both of you. Um I think if you were basing it storyline wise, it should it probably should be the Usos and KO Sammy because that is a better storyline. But the winner of the Royal Rumble does get to to main event WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But this so Two nights of WrestleMania only it happened by accident. Didn't yeah. it happen because of COVID? Yeah, exactly. It, it, yeah. There's it wouldn't be two nights if COVID never happened. It would still be on one night. Still um, be four so four that, days long, and then um... yeah. So there there yeah. wouldn't be there wouldn't be the opportunity for both the winner of the men's and the female to headline. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think now the opportunity presents itself. <laughs> it is. It should. They should highlight. The, wo- the woman that won the Royal Rumble and the man that won the Royal Rumble. However, I completely agree, Johnny. There is, uh, there's no, they, 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 they've not got me interested in, mm-hmm. I, I want to see, I want to see Rhea and Charlotte, never thought I'd say that, Charlotte, um, more <laughs> than I want to <laughs> see the Oscar and Bianca match, but still there's not, they haven't, they haven't invested enough time to make me want to invest my time if that yeah. makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, and that's why I find it frustrating with WWE when um, we talk about women's wrestling being better than it's ever been. It's like, yes, but it's still not that good in terms of storylines. I, mean, I get it. Women's wrestling is taken more seriously, but between these two women's title matches, you've then got that whatever that tag team thing is going on that, that no one cares about. That hot mess of a tag team thing, yeah. And it's like, we need to get more women on the show, so let's just give them all a reason to have a match. And I don't mind having women's wrestling on shows, but I need to have a reason, not just let's yeah. give everyone a WrestleMania payday. 
Yeah. Well, there is there is a rumor as well. I don't know if there's any truth behind it. It's just something I read that um, potentially um, Lita and Becky will be pulling double duty at WrestleMania. That they'll be Ooh. defending the belts on night one and doing the six women tag on night two. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there's any truth. That's the that. other one, actually. That okay, we've got that one. Uh, I actually was thinking about the other tag team match, that random one that uh, Liv Morgan the, and Raquel's in the the showcase, and then they've yeah. got a male one as well. I don't really know mm. what. No, I'm yeah. not. I've, I've not seen too much of that to sort of to sort of put much much together. To be fair, the, to be honest, Becky and Bailey's got more interesting storyline than the women's champ, uh, championship matches. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Okay, I agree. so. Penultimately, before I want to move on to, I want to end today on something slightly different. But mm. this is that this is that game that you wouldn't tell us it, anything about. It, isn't it's it? the game that, yeah. I, that I was <laughs> but uh, but but before we get on to that, as I think I called it, you called it a couple of weeks ago, Johnny, about how we would get to Drew versus Sheamus, mm-hmm. and I think I called it on how we would get to the triple threat. With Imperium attacking attacking both, which is a really dumb move, but there we go. That is it. What are we thinking in terms of like again, Sheamus and Drew to me feel a little bit like Sammy and KO. You know you're going to get a great match from them. Um, they were in the middle of a great match. Um, it does always baffle me when we get things like that. When you know, like I say, uh, Gunther wanted one opponent and then attacked them both. And ends up with two like that. Just why would you do it? Really, really, really silly decision to make. But mm. what what do you boys think of it? What we what are your what are your thoughts on how we got there and how much are you looking forward to it? It's always great to see Drew and Sheamus go against each other. However, the match was redundant because they both they both pinned someone at the same time. So Adam Cole could have just said, "Then you're both in." However. I wish it was Adam Cole. I, uh, I Adam, wish it was Adam sorry. Cole. I apologise. That would have been a pop. Adam, Adam Pierce. Fantastic. <laughs> Adam Pierce um, could have just said it there and then that <laughs> it's going to be a triple threat match. However, do I want to see this match? Hell yeah, I do. And do I think it's got a possibility to steal the show and be the match of the whole of WrestleMania? Absolutely. These three dudes are going to slap the absolute shit out of each other yeah. and i hope they do it justice and they let it open the show yeah i i was gonna say i i because I, I don't know if this one's been this place in the card's been announced yet but i i am hoping for night one so i can watch it with you boys um and, and again yeah I, for me opening the show should be the hell in the cell or it should be this one of them two would be superb to open the show. Yeah. Um, mm. But again, that's just my my opinion on on that. Yeah, it'll be a fantastic match, as we say. I do think it was lazy booking by WWE. You know, um, they won the match last week just to make it a triple threat. Um, and it just feels like rather than make something <laughs> this happen this week, like a contract signing or something, it was like, well, we've got a few weeks to fill, so we need to do something. So. Let's just do that. Um, never in history has two referees been at the same time to count two people at the same time. So it kind of meant nothing in the end. Yeah. Um, but the match will be, yeah, fantastic. Of course it will. 
yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. What uh, what they could have done is because they had some time left that they could have made the match last week, and then this week on SmackDown we could have seen um, Sheamus and the other two members of the Brawling Brutes go up against Imperium, and then next week Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman and Ricochet against uh, so your favourite tag team. I, I, um, I love seeing that tag team on my on my screen. That is. Um, um, they could they could have had two six man tag matches back to back and just give us us a little maybe a stare down between Gunther and Sheamus and then a stare down between Drew and Gunther and yeah maybe they could have gone that way too. Then Gunther throws Ricochet into the stratosphere and it's all all is right with the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think that he could slap Ricochet and his hand could come out the other side of his body. <laughs> I'd be all for it as well. Mm. That would be, yeah, to, be, to be fair, from a few matches that I've seen they've had together, Ricochet does sell Gunther very, very well. Um, you know, I can't I can't knock Ricochet in in that. Or anything he actually does, I just I'm just not yeah. invested. Um <clears throat> Right. So before we before we finish up on that, Johnny, you mentioned about some breaking news that you had um, mm -hmm. you'd heard about. Oh, yeah. So hit us. Yeah. With it. Hit us with right, it. So this is one of those rumors which apparently after WrestleMania 39, uh, there's talk of a certain someone in AW whose contract's about to expire. Joining WWE, uh, Brian Cage is supposedly. Uh, rumored to be signing for WWE, and the reason why that's brought up is because Braun Strowman and him are pals, and there's an idea of like a tag team forming, I guess, with the two of them or a match between the two. Brian Cage is someone who, if you look at him, like he is a Vince McMahon guy, and Triple H is a bodybuilding guy as well. I mean, just yeah, he is a WWE style wrestler all the way day, all day long. But I don't know why he's 39 years old and hasn't been there yet. So that could tell me that something they don't like about him. Well, probably because they've watched some of his matches would probably be why he's, <laughs> yes. he's never been there. Um, so, as, as we know, Brian Cage isn't someone that I know Jim Cornette doesn't like him, um, but he doesn't like anyone. But um, again, he signed very, very late in his career if he is going to do that. And again, friends with Strowman. It's not exactly an incredible name, but Brian Cage, you know, Bigger. It could be in WWE soon. So. Now, again, if if Brian, if, if if Mr. Cage ever listens to this, please don't rip my limbs off and hit me with them. Uh, it's just my, my my only issue with with Brian Cage is so he he looks phenomenal. Like you know, mm -hmm. Christ, don't, don't get me wrong. Like he has got muscle in places that I haven't got places. Like it's. It, Unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable physique. But Brock Lesnar's got an unbelievable physique. Bobby Lashley has got an unbelievable physique. Like, and they are much more mobile and much better athletes uh, than Brian Cage's. And I've not, I've, I've, I can't say I've watched a whole back catalogue of, of Brian Cage matches. But I've always felt they've kind of plodded along to get to where they need to go because he doesn't move. His mobility isn't enough because of his size. Um, mm. But do you know what? If if after WrestleMania they need a powerhouse to come in and be someone that is believable to take a, to take the title off Bron Breaker so that Bron can move up or something mm. like that, then. 
Do you know, you know, I'm not against it and I'm not hating on on Brian Cage. I am just going off what the the little that I have have seen from him. Um and it feels like in companies he's been in, you know, he came into AEW with Taz and you know, won some stuff there, was placed into a title match quite quickly and title feud quite quickly and lost that and then disappeared and then came back and was in a feud quite quickly and then lost that and then went away for a bit. And it's, I, do you know what I mean? That I just, I've, the longevity and feuds that I've seen from him haven't been fantastic. But again, mm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm willing, I'm willing to see what happens. And you make, um, you make quite a valid point there as well, because when Johnny broke the news just a moment ago, I was assuming main roster doesn't mean main roster. You you signed for WWE. It doesn't mean main mm. roster. He could he could very well debut in NXT and uh, go against Bron. Um, like you say, do we need another powerhouse? Mm, maybe not. Is he going to do a kip up? Is he going to do a somersault over the top ropes? Uh, I, I I just think I feel like, and this isn't a you know a knock on any of these guys in the way they look in any way, shape or form. But you'd you'd probably you'd look at people like Theory and Drew and Seamus and people like that. And you'd probably argue that to physically look at, Brian Cage has got a better physique. However, if you're asking me who I want to see week in, week out, he would be the bottom of them four. Mm. And the quality of matches that you'd get he'd be at the bottom of them for 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 me um and like that's that's my view on it like you say you, we've got a lot of these guys with big physiques that look a million dollars that mm. are consistently putting on good matches great matches do we need brian cage but again like i say it, it, i'm not if it happens until it happens and we see what what comes from it i'm not it's not an awful thing at all well and that's the thing as well so so la la knight for example he's got an incredible physique yeah. and you see the way he leaps from the floor to the top rope mm. yeah. Like, yeah you've got you've got to be doing stuff like that otherwise don't bother however it is interesting because he's the second person well potential second person behind cody to to go the other way obviously we've seen a lot of wwe to aew and he he's the second person yeah. so it does show that they are willing to to go the other way as well. So, and could you could you imagine? And again, I'm just making this up as as we're chatting. But if you're if you're sat in AEW, kind of performing every couple of weeks, or maybe performing every week on their internet show, whatever that is, dark or elevation, dark, whatever, whatever yeah. it's called, um, and you see that Cody Rhodes has gone over and been made to look like a megastar. Not saying that everyone that go over would look like Cody. A lot of Cody has manifested Cody himself. And Brian Cage goes over and runs roughshod in NXT. Do you sit there and think, well, could I go in and, and do something for myself? Which is why probably 75, 80% of the guys left WWE and went to AEW to get them opportunities. Mm. And now, yeah, if they work the other way, could you... Could you see more of it? You know, um, 
yeah, I just I still think there is going to be one one big debut Raw after Mania, and I I I think it will happen, but I don't want to say anything because I don't want to I don't want to jinx it. But I I think it could happen. I'm leaning. The more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm leaning towards it happening. Are you thinking of someone from AEW or? Or someone who could be going to AW or WWE. That's the one I'm thinking yeah. of. Okay. That's the yeah, one I'm, I'm thinking out. of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but anyway, I I digress. Um, have you boys got anything else to add around what we've seen on Raw or SmackDown? Not that we've seen on Raw or SmackDown. However, we talk about pretty much anything wrestling related on this show. And there's we just do. one thing that I do want to bring up. Someone has pointed out that LA Knight's penis is being shared online. Somebody has taken, has got a picture and they're exploiting it online. And apparently it's withholding his place within the Mania card. So if you are that person, fucking stop. Stop it and just let LA Knight take his place where he deserves to be. That's it. While we're doing that, also, can these people who are following Rhea Ripley out of the airport stop that as well, please? Yes. You seen that? Fucking yeah. people following Rhea Ripley out of the airport, and then she takes to saying, "Right, well, I'm not doing this anymore unless it's a professional photograph." Yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. And then people are saying, "Oh, that's that's your champion, is it?" I'm like, "Well, what do you want her to say?" She's getting followed out of the airport by weirdos who want to sell pictures of her for money, and you expect her just to like not, yeah, it's be annoyed no, by that. There's no, and like the thing is, from bits I've seen online from literally any any wrestler any professional wrestler in any way shape or form that they are more than happy to stop and have a photo but don't be a dick about it and don't be weird about it like you know i i remember um uh who was it was it i think it, it might have been cm punk spoke about it when he was at a hockey game with 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 aj with his with his wife and there was some like drunk guy shouting at him in a queue for a photo and he was like no like, i'm like you know <laughs> not doing it you know and i, I well, think well within their rights to yeah. say no as well they're, they're people absolutely but, um yeah Stu, if you could stop following Rhea ripley around the airport that'd be great <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> one thing i will say about Rhea ripley is i've noticed there is i've got a lot of like friends who like that kind of music and that sort of style that she is right and there's a lot of uh friends who are like God, she's beautiful. <laughs> they don't even watch wrestling. They don't know who she is, which is obviously because they follow me on TikTok, I guess. Sometimes they might see wrestling videos and she comes up. Um, so people who don't even watch wrestling like Rhea Ripley. And that, to me, is uh, can only mean you know good things because you know if you're attracting a casual fan base to watch her, then you're doing your job correctly. So I'm really glad to see that people outside of wrestling are also noticing it. So. <laughs> yeah, and... Mammy, if you are listening to this, if you at the end of this, we'll put our socials out. So if you could follow, that would be fantastic. Um, yes. <laughs> um, so the the game that I have come up, I, I haven't come up with it. I've seen it somewhere and I thought about it. And is it's uh, this or that with uh, wrestling superstars. However. It's not. It, I want it to take in who has had the better overall career, and I'm it, through all of it. So, mm. you know, 
championships, promos, merch, reactions, matches, being a draw, all of it. Yeah. And okay. obviously, I have not. I've got this list. I've got my list here. I've not told you guys any of these. So, which is why I wanted to do it because I didn't want you to have a chance to think <laughs> about it. Yeah. So, is it? Is it one for Johnny, one for me, or are they... Just both. Just, just both. both. Okay. So yeah, cool. All right. So, the first, Kane or Batista? Ooh. They don't get any easier. I'm not going to lie. They don't get any easier. <laughs> um, Kane. Yeah. See, they're both in my like top ten. Um, yeah, but... Kane, Kane had you know a more interesting look. Batista, of course, looks like a star, but Kane, at least, his character changed a huge amount yeah. over the years. Where Batista was pretty much what you see is what you get with him, and again, that worked, you know. But mm. Kane's the more interesting character, so I'll go Kane. Yeah, I, I, that was a really tough one for me because mm -hmm. if I went on which of the two I probably favoured would, would probably be Batista. But mm -hmm. I, I think yeah. Kane, as overall, I think probably... I was... think I'd probably probably favour Batista as well, but I just think that Kane's career was longer. Yeah. Um, His debut there's was more, better. There's more accolades you can give to Kane other than, a, other than world champion, tag team champion, etc. He's... Yeah had uh, been in however many world rumbles he's eliminated however many people this ask michael and, cole i'm sure he'll tell you yeah he, he's won a, he's won a money in the bank which batista hasn't done yeah. um yeah so he's buried yeah. the undertaker alive which you yeah. know Twice. <laughs> i mean i can't get set it on fire yeah you know yeah. all of this yeah um, took up a took up a bit of necrophilia. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's been some questionable stuff too. So um, it's all about it's all about character development, lads. <laughs> uh. Okay, so the next, and again, as I say, this doesn't get any easier. The Miz or RVD? Oh, oh, that's that's not that difficult for me. It's Rob Van Dam. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's Rob Van Dam for me. Um, the Miz, again, very, very hard-working guy. It does feel like WWE did hold The Miz back a bit. Um, the Miz isn't someone who I look at and go, oh, I can't wait to watch this Miz match, you know? Mm -hmm. No disrespect to The Miz. He has a certain style. He's even said it himself yeah. that he doesn't wrestle like that where he can get injured. In terms of... I see I've, I've worked... I was talk, talking with my heart there in terms of RVD is my favourite wrestler, but... Um, the Miz has been there a lot longer and worked so, so hard to get where he is, and it's difficult to look past that, really. I've stunned jo Johnny into a silence. Of... <laughs> yeah, this is this is a difficult one, because I, I love The Miz and I love RVD, um, but it's not, it's not about that, is it? Um, I'll say, I'll say The Miz. I'll, yeah. I'll go with The Miz. I I'm going to say I'm going to go off Rob Van Dam because I do feel like he inspired a lot of wrestlers mm -hmm. um, to you know become wrestlers. Obviously, I'm not saying the Miz hasn't, but I think Rob Van Dam. Um, I don't know. The Miz has uh, earned millions in WWE, and Rob Van Dam's probably had to work harder to become a wrestler than the Miz did. 
but the Miz had to work hard to stay in WWE. You know, I get that. I, I mm. think I would, I would just edge it to the Miz, and the reason I would choose, and it's just off, kind of off what you'd said, Johnny, in the sense of, would you ever sit and be like, oh, I can't wait to watch this Miz match? Probably not, but. If he puts in a promo and you think, Christ, I can't wait to see this guy have that microphone shoved down his throat. Like, mm. I think that, yeah, I just think yeah. his promo skills to build up a match are better than what RVDs were. Yeah. Um, but again, both phenomenal talents in their own in their own right, without without a mm. doubt. And people can people can hate on the Miz all they want. However, when he starts Miz TV and he says, "Welcome to the most musty most WWE show and, and whatever," welcome to everyone yeah. always shouts back Miz TV. So mm. he can get the audience to work for him and against him. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think if we're looking at accolades as well, obviously Miz has main evented a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. True. True. Um, which you, work in it. Probably argue, sorry, Johnny. Probably argue, RVD has done it in other promotions that Miz yeah. hasn't. But mm-hmm. again, I don't know if you could stack, you know, Impact up with WWE at all. But do you know what I mean? Like uh, he has been, RVD has been over the world in in different different. Yeah, places. that that is that um, is very true. So mm-hmm. Actually, um, wow. yeah, I'll, I'll I'll stick though. I'll say I'll just just edging it. I'll say the Miz. Okay. This one's hard. I've even said Rock Austin. 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 Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. That one wasn't difficult for me. No, it 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 wasn't for me, but it's just because obviously I think it would be harder. It, oh, this I'd find this slightly harder if we were doing, you know, you keep one and didn't like get rid of one's work or something. I'd find that slightly harder, but. Yeah, Austin. Mm. I he's got to be one of the biggest ever in in all areas. Surely, I would. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. as a kid, I preferred The Rock as a kid because I started watching during the invasion angle where Austin oh, was a heel, yeah. and obviously he was a bad guy, so I didn't like him <laughs> as you expect because that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. But um, so the, as a kid, I did prefer The Rock, but as I've got older, I'm like, no, Austin is the man. Like, yeah. Absolutely. As you've have you as you've started drinking beer and hating bosses and stuff, it's just been <laughs> it's been a lot easier to relate yeah. to Stone Cold. Yeah, <laughs> he is very relatable. He as, really as is. Older. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, Kurt Angle or Chris Jericho? That is tough. Kurt's career would have been a lot longer if he didn't break his neck in 2003. Yeah. yeah. I think you look at how things spiraled out of control potentially in terms of addiction and stuff yeah. because of that. Where Jericho, it started to look like he was becoming a bit of a parody of himself, like, oh, it's Jericho, he's back again, all that stuff. And then he, um, then he made a DVD list. Yoga, and... Yeah, made, made a list. <laughs> <laughs> and because of uh, again, it's funny as he got older. I think his matches got better because of he started to treat like looked after his body better. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Jericho in 2016 was probably the most popular wrestler on the entire roster at the age he was at the time, when he should be like near retirement age for a wrestler. Yeah. And he manages to change his character and still sort of remain relevant with the characters he does. Where Kurt Angle has just been 
the Olympic gold medalist, puts on fantastic matches. But again, the character didn't really change. Where Chris changed because he knew he needed to, and I think yeah. you can show how creative he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I go Chris Jericho, even though again I do prefer Kurt Angle, as you know. But yeah. Chris Jericho, the imagination and the storytelling that he does is fantastic. So. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I'll um I'll go Chris Jericho as well. I just think. Mm. The longevity again, not Kurt's fault, but and and Chris Jericho just finds a way to to reinvent himself time after time, and it, yeah. it just works for him every single time. And he's probably not being biased, but he's probably in my top five. In fact, he is in my top five. Um, yeah, Y two J. So cool. So next one, and I'm I'm not even going to lie and attempt to say I won't be biased, but yeah. Uh, John Cena or The Undertaker? For what it's worth, if there was a Mount Rushmore of wrestling, they're both on it. <laughs> um, this is this is sorry, because... <laughs> sorry, John Cena. Yeah, see again, because if you want to go by merchandise sales, Cena's done more oh. than anyone. Oh yeah, yeah, without yeah, a doubt. Um Undertaker's not a sixteen time world champion. Obviously he's had twenty twenty one matches unbeaten uh at WrestleMania. Um here's a question for you though. So my 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 retort, because I'm gonna defend Taker more than I defend anyone in the world. Cena has been a 16-time world champion. Taker hasn't. Would Cena have been a bigger star as he would have been without 16, 16 world titles as the star that Taker is and was without needing to win 16 world titles? Probably not. Um oh. Mike drop. We <laughs> the um, Cena, like again, again, character change. You know, Cena was pretty. I mean, he did change his character a bit. You know, the vanilla eye stuff. Then he became this like super soldier. Then he just became well, John just Cena. Wins John well. Cena. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's done well for himself in terms of you know he's got out of the WWE bubble and he's now in Hollywood. And you know, um, if you go by his wrestling career though. Both of them were in a position at the start where people were like, well, in WCW, Undertaker was told he'd never draw a dime. John Cena was almost released. Until he started rapping. Yeah. Rapping thing in the back of a, a bus on tour. Doctor of Ergonomics. Doctor of Ergonomics. It's very, very tight, this one, because Cena, again, the character didn't change a huge amount. It was pretty much the same person the whole time. The Undertaker, though, complete change from 1990 and 2000. You wouldn't think it was the same person. And I think because of the storylines are more interesting. I'll go The Undertaker, but John Cena, it's like 0.5, you know, in terms of separating the two. Yeah, it is a tough one. I'm obviously I'm 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 gonna go take it. Um and again it is it is tough, and I'm trying really, really hard not to be biased. It's just Mm -hmm. I, I think the the stories you hear and the respect from others that obviously Cena has, but I think I don't think I've heard anyone talk 
about anyone else like they talk about taker in that respect mm. and I, I yeah. for me i think that's that's massive okay um i will just say before you carry on if there is a point in this where there where you have got seth and you've got someone who is clearly clearly had a better career <laughs> i'm switching off i no i i actually i i had seth with someone else however i then had a little bit of a brainstorm about how i wanted to do something so i took seth out because i wanted these other people in so but i'll let once we've done it all i'll let you know who seth was where seth was okay. and you can see what you'd say and i think I you've you, seen what he said if it was seth and edge <laughs> I, I can't wait to see his face um so the next one randy uh, or, I, re I reckon i learned the way you, uh, carry on but i don't know who you're gonna say randy orton brock lesnar oh randy orton randy yeah. orton yeah randy yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Again, Brock didn't have, uh, you know, Randy's been there practically full time for 20 years. Yeah, Brock's um, been gone. You know, he's a WWE for life. Uh, you know, when AW came along, the Dork Reed's contract was coming close to an end. It was like, you know, is Randy going to leave? No, he's he's never contract extension. Yeah. He is he is WWE for the last 20 years. And to be honest, if it wasn't for the fact that Cena sold more merchandise, you could argue that Randy was better than him as well. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, Cena's left. Randy's not gone anywhere. Agreed. So, I think you might see with the, the so there's there's two left, and you might see what I've done with the last two. Uh, Edge or Jeff Hardy? Edge. 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 So, the last one, Christian or Matt Hardy? Matt Hardy. Christian. <laughs> see, Matt Hardy. I, I, <laughs> Oh, I'm that out of all of them. That's probably the one that I'm most nearly most on the fence about. But I probably just would edge it to Christian because I Christian think, had fantastic theme songs. He has. Yeah, give him that. <laughs> I, I just think he's done slightly more to keep my interest than the Matt did. But I, mm. I, I, that's that's a tough one. Um. And yeah, it was funny you mentioned it. I had Edge lined up with Seth. Um, See, but... <laughs> I thought that you were going to put um, Shawn Michaels up against Seth and force me into saying <laughs> HBK. HBK. No. Um, because <laughs> if, if I'm being totally honest, the better career obviously goes to to Shawn Michaels. Currently, the better career goes to Shawn Michaels. Yeah, currently, yeah. currently. But yeah, no, I, I had Edge up against Seth, and then I was like, actually, no I could comment. do, I could do the kind of what was always seen as the popular two of the their tag teams, and then the other two, and you know, with Edge and Jeff, and then Christian and Matt. So I went that way. So that is, yeah, I've, I've always found Christian overrated. I, I don't <laughs> know. I just I feel like he thinks he's better than he is um matt hardy's had to again because we know jeff hardy is the one you think of when you think of the hardy boys matt hardy's had to do a lot more to stay relevant so the broken matt stuff i think is fantastic yeah matt hardy version one is brilliant um you know big money matt in it tna you know it was uh he's try he's had to work extra hard to yeah. stay relevant because of who his brother is yeah um and christian i just feel like lives off i'm christian you know that that's who i am and yeah. I feel like he hasn't put as much effort into that. 
Yeah. I, I went with Christian, but I imagine if you looked at merchandise, Matt's probably shifted more. Oh, I would, I would assume Matt has probably shifted shifted more. Um, mm-hmm. But then is that... I would also probably say there's been more portions in his career where Christian's been a heel. So it's probably been a little bit easier to shift. Maybe towards the young... Like I know to older fans, a heel or face doesn't particularly matter if they've got a nice, a good shirt you're going to buy gonna buy the shirt but i think yeah. probably probably to younger fans baby face mm. merchandise is probably gonna be is gonna be more of a more of a seller but that's mm. that that's that's where we've got with that so thank you thank you for playing gentlemen that's uh, no, it that's, uh yeah that was good i, I enjoyed that <laughs> so as we uh as we come to an end and and wrap up this evening i know that all of us want to give a massive massive shout out to Sophie at Be Our Guest Designs, who has designed us some wonderful merchandise. Um, if people are looking on the YouTube, we've all got our snapbacks and beards t-shirts on. Um, and these wonderful sippy cups that have been uh, have been designed for us. Um, so and and the socks that johnny is now showing mm-hmm. i've not my socks are upstairs so i've, I've got them um and i have got this uh wonderful cap that she's also uh she's also done us and so mm. there'll be some more of them coming out um soon for the rest of us so yeah what i will do um all of sophie's links are on my tiktok currently on one of the videos i've done um and i don't know i don't know if we can get them added to this Mm. the link on here or not i'm not not entirely sure but if people could go check out be our guest on tiktok and instagram that would be amazing because this stuff is great and the stuff that she's done yeah. for us is fantastic and we do really really appreciate that mm. you've really gone above um, and beyond everything so you know we asked for it like a t-shirt and stuff and you've give us this and socks and uh you know the uh, welsh cakes as well welsh cakes yeah you, you've, and- um, also, so as good. well, Thank you. care instructions of how <laughs> yes. to. What, she's she's clearly thought. Yeah. I'm three sending these to three guys. No yeah, no idea. <laughs> so instructions on how to wash the t-shirt, how to wash the mug, and how to enjoy the Welsh cakes. So thank you very much. Yeah. Just want to clarify because I've put it on my TikTok as well and tagged her in it. Yeah, but same. um, the captions seems to think I'm saying be our guest as in bravo romeo guest it's not it's be our guest as in o-u-r <laughs> like the um is it the disney song yeah 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 what's that from beauty and the beast beauty and the beast that's it yeah, yeah. thank um, you but yeah so again a massive massive shout out to to sophie that as you uh, say has gone be of be of above and beyond with with all of this stuff it is mm. it is incredible and yes, yeah so go and check me. go and check that out um and that does bring us to the end of episode nine of snapbacks and beards so i'd like to say thank you to both my uh my co-hosts the undeniable johnny goldsmith where can we find you on social media yes so you can find me on uh, tiktok at johnny goldsmith g-o-n-n-y and you can find us on there again. Just talk about wrestling, doing the uh, continuing doing the uh, commentary uh, copies and things like that. Um, 
but yeah, that's pretty much where you can find us. I'm on Instagram at Johnny Goldsmith too. Don't really use it that much, but you can find us on there as well if you want. Wonderful stuff. And Johnny number two, where we, where can we find you, my man? Johnny number two. Uh, yeah, you can find me, uh, Jay. I'm fine with being number two, by the way. Um, Jay WrestleTalk on TikTok. Uh, yeah, again, talking all things wrestling, posing questions to you guys, um, things like that, uh, doing some rankings currently of superstar superstars superstars that i think are going to be the future of the company um i am also on instagram uh jay wrestlegram um i'm also putting together a video of uh why you fell in love with wrestling if you do want to be involved with that just dm the instagram jay wrestlegram with a video telling us why what made you fall in love with wrestling why you love wrestling so much and mm-hmm the compilation will probably come out in several parts because a lot of people have wanted a to lot of so. interest there love that yeah so so that's great perfect and i am that wrestling guy at twg91 on tiktok is my main account where you're going to see me doing some theme rankings and chatting again all things wrestling um so if you want to go and check that out that'd be great and like i say my latest video has sophie from be our guests uh links and tags and you can see everything that she's done for us so that would be great so i will call that a day and we thank you all thank you gentlemen and we will see you all again next week